Welcome to Real Talk with Life After Grief, Chris, where we talk about relevant issues as it relates to individuals in grief as they navigate finances and the advisors who help them. We help clients in grief navigate financial matters. We also teach advisors how to emotionally and financially work with clients in grief through an unparalleled process. This week's episode is sponsored by Life After Grief Financial Planning and Life After Grief Consulting. Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Life After Grief, Chris. In today's episode, we are interviewing fellow financial planner, John Chesbro. John, it was the first financial planner that came to me for advice on working with a grieving client and family. John is also a financial planner with his own practice called Trail Financial Planning. In his practice, John enjoys working with people who care for others and their community, firefighters, therapists, doctors, nurses, and teachers. As you help others, you must also help yourself. John and I both know that very well. There's no wonder why we get along so well. John and I also both like the outdoors, and we also have teaching backgrounds. John's probably a little bit better at it than I am as he's practicing. And John's an overall great dude. So welcome to the community, and thanks for stopping by. Mr. John, how are you, buddy? Hey, Chris. Uh, great to be with you. Thanks for inviting me on. I appreciate it. So John and I have a, a unique relationship. So we met um, several years ago. I'm going to ask John some formal questions so we can get in some formalities. But we've gotten a chance to hang out. John lives in the state of Washington. I live in the state of Florida. And for us to hang out, it is very unique. And we've met at a conference or two and you know, have taken a liking to each other. Well, at least I've taken a liking to John. <laughs> I don't know if he's taken a liking to me or just endured me. <laughs> no, we met at uh, we met at XY Planning Network uh, National Conference probably four years ago, and we were just hanging out at the party and ended up ended up chatting and talking about business. And I think we have similar sensibilities about about life in the world that we really appreciate the ability to help people and. And then we also like to talk shop and about how to make a business work for our own families and also for the clients that we serve. And so uh, I've really enjoyed chatting with you and getting to know you. And it's something I look forward to each year. As I do. I'm going to put you on the spot. So we did meet about four years ago at XY Planning Network, but we did meet in advance of that over email and I'm going to let you kind of refresh my memory in regards to you were seeking out something very specific in regards to a client case back then. So can you go into some details, you know, about that as much as you feel comfortable with? Sure. I had a client who I'd done kind of a project engagement with just to see if they were on track. Nice couple, firefighter and accountant. Uh, And I had talked to them about ongoing planning and how I did that. But they were content with with just doing the project and wrapping that up. And so, but then about a year later, I got a I got a call from that client. He said, "Hey, I'm interested in that ongoing relationship. My wife has uh, terminal cancer, and uh, that was a pretty heavy load on me. I'd really I'd enjoyed those two people. I really liked." Both of them. I knew their kids. Like Chris, was, like you were saying, Chris, I was a high school teacher, and I actually had I had one of their kids in class, and so I kind of I kind of knew the family, and 
And so all of a sudden there was just like, whoa, like he's reaching out for help in a way that I've certainly dealt with grief and with people in grief and been a person who has been affected by grief myself, but I'd never been asked to support someone in that way with grief. So I, I felt that was a huge honor, and, but I also felt it was a, a big responsibility. And I'd been a teacher my whole life. I always do things with people. I like collaboration. I like doing things in teams and being a solo business owner. I didn't really have a team there. So I reached out, looked, I think, on the XY network and said, does anybody have you know, experience with grief? And, and, and someone sent me your name. And so then, I, yeah, I reached out by email and said, hey, can we talk? And you were gracious enough to say, absolutely. And then we, then we started talking. And I let you know my situation and you know, some of the, we, we just went from there. John is being gracious. He gave me the opportunity to help him with his client. That's kind of how I see it. So I was very, very appreciative. And, you know, what John also kind of laid the foundation for was me helping out other advisors. I I had no idea that this was, you know, a situation where other advisors could benefit at that point. It was just kind of a random one-off thing. And John came to me and we just really talked about, you know, how he could best support his client uh, in, you know, the right ways. And he did a very, very good job with that, you know, situation as difficult as it was, he did a very, very good job, you know, as an advisor and from the advisor's point of view and really holding his his client's hands. Yeah. And I think, you know, some of the things that I thought were, were so great about working with you, Chris, during that time is I... Everything was was new for me. And again, it kind of had that heightened, like, I need to do this well. Like, I didn't feel like I had room to experiment with these with these people. So just like small things came up, like I was invited to the memorial service once that happened. And I was like, whoa, does it, should I do that? And I called you and asked you, and you didn't have a magic answer for me. You just asked me a couple questions to think about that, like, how do I feel? Am I comfortable with that situation? You know, d- did the client ask for it or did you just get a blank invite? And, and through those, through those couple questions that just helped me reflect on it, I ended up going to the memorial service. I think the client was really touched that I showed up and that, you know, that felt good. And also personally realizing that, that I had a relationship with this person who had just passed away and I needed to be processing that. That was also something that, that you just brought up. Hey, make sure, John, you're taking care of yourself because this is, you know, it's not just you helping somebody else. It's this is a relationship and, and you need to check in with both. Yeah, you bring up a very, very good point. And I, I talk about this and I'm not immune to this. It's really knowing your own boundaries is what you're describing. And it is okay to sometimes take a step back. I remember a situation which is unfinancial related and unfinancially related where I had a very close friend of mine whose mother needed a ride home. And upon taking his mom home, I realized that his father was in a catastrophic uh, situation. I, at that point, I, had, I we called the ambulance and I, I had to take a step back. I had to remove myself from the situation. I, I opted out. It was too close to home. It was fresh off of uh, my parents passing away. And I just said to my buddy, I said, your folks 
are in good hands and I, I just need to remove myself from the situation because I knew that I was going to do worse in the situation than I was, you know, going to be leaving the situation. I could check in afterwards, but they were in good medical hands. So that's just kind of an, an example. So you've done a pretty good job of kind of telling us how, you know, our relationship has helped you with your clients. Uh, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I was, I was, um, so I'm a career changer. I was a high school science and math teacher for 15 or so years. I I've always been interested in finances and money, and I would try to get my friends also involved. And basically, most of my friends just were like, uh, "We want to sit around and drink beer. We don't really want to get too deep into the into the <laughs> into the money side." And so, um, so then some a friend asked me if I could do if I could manage money for him. And one thing led to another, and then opened the business. And and then people just start asking more and more questions. And so then financial planning, I realized I needed to learn more and more. And so this business grew fairly organically. And then in 2017, I stopped teaching because I just I couldn't do both. Couldn't run this business with the and serve clients well and be a high school teacher. As my friend Liz calls it, you can't ride two horses at the same time. So <laughs> so I had to jump on the uh, jump on the business horse and it's been a it's been a great ride. I've I were now when I stepped on we were at about ten client households and now we're at about eighty. Wow. And, yeah, and uh, you know now we're dealing with a whole another host of situation of of questions as business owners, like how do you build support and build structures and systems and things to support people well. It's fascinating. It's fun. Teaching has been a great background because it's all about relationships, really. Content is important, but it's really about those relationships with kids. And now I now it's all about the relationship with the family and. Money is the uh, is the the setting that our play is on, but it's really all about the relationships. And sometimes those relationships, sometimes it's hard, especially when you talk about something like grief or losing one of those relationships. And that's where uh, I've really appreciated working with you. Well, something. Chris's kid just walked in. It's yeah, great. my my son just came in to give me a hug. <laughs> He's awesome. Right. I got a hand wave. That's great. All right, we'll keep you on the show, buddy. <laughs> That's my friend, Mr. John. I'm on a call. Okay, thank you, buddy. <laughs> we may keep that in. Yeah, um, life in the life in the <laughs> pandemic world right now, right? Yeah. yeah. As a sidebar, I think everybody can appreciate this. So during the pandemic, you know, my kids were home. I, I was homeschooling my kids along with my wife and I was still managing clients. And so it became a point where if clients and or fellow, you know, financial planners didn't see my kids popping in to calls, they were wondering if something was wrong. <laughs> so I enjoyed my guys. I was telling John you know, before the call, we were, we just finished up a flag football season yesterday. So I think I might have more fun than they do. I'm, I'm not sure, but um, we both have, we, you know, all of us, we have a blast. So that is besides the point of this podcast, but as you know, I like to talk about my kids. So, and they are a blast. So um, getting back to track on track. So John, 
is a fellow educator. And one of the things that John really helped me in regards to, you know, my development as, you know, on the advisors helping other client advisors is, you know, taking a hard look at what I do and how I educate people because John has given me some very poignant feedback in regards to whether it's the course or how I approach people or frankly, how I am projecting myself professionally to the world in regards to writings. And one of the things that I um, like to say that I'm good at is accepting feedback because I know that other people can make me better. And John has done that for me. So I'm appreciative of you, my friend. And John, what he's also done is open up some doors for me. And so recently, I would say the beginning of this year, I did some public speaking, kind of, if you will. And I spoke for an organization that John is a part of. And as a result, John encouraged me to get on a kind of a, a, a national circuit, if you will, and speak for estate planners. And because of his encouragement, I submitted the application and was accepted, unbeknownst to me. And I've done some speaking for our local estate planning council here in the Central Florida area, specifically in Tampa. So that is all because of John. It has nothing to do with me. And so I want to say I'm very appreciative, you know, for for that and some of the things that you, you know, you've done for me. So, um, well, you know, you know, um, every endeavor takes a few people. So one is the the instigator, and one's the implementer, and then there's the editor. And um, so I would say I put I prodded you a little bit to do it, but th- 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 <laughs> I'm sure it took a ton of work to get onto that registry and to get all set up and to put together the presentation. And like you're saying, Chris, I've uh, I was I was asked to be part of our our local estate planning council here. Um, as vice president, I was charged in getting charge of getting uh, programs together and getting speakers. And when when I thought about estate planning needs of people, I just immediately go to what's the most important thing. It's about relationships. It's about people, and and that's about conversation. Uh, way more important than tax laws. And so I wanted to uh, get some people to talk about about relationships and people and how do we communicate. And so Chris, you know, you, you jumped into my head and um, you were game to give her a go. And, <laughs> and we did it. It was, it was my first time. It was my first programming that I put together. We did it on zoom because you're in Florida. I think we right. were meeting at like, yeah, like five fifteen. So you're probably kids. You're probably just tucked your kids in bed and you came in and, um, and gave a talk to the council I think it was one of the I think it was one of the most impactful conversations we've had in our in our council because it really was it was it was truly a a topic that everyone deals with and that everybody has encounters and everybody has a lot of emotion surrounding so and and a lot of questions you know we all we all wonder if we're doing it right or we and we all have an experience to to wonder and think about. And um, I really think the feedback we got from that presentation, even though it was your first go and my first go was, was really good because I think it tapped into that collective experience. And I really appreciated the opportunity. And what John didn't know was 
after that presentation and him kind of pushing me to apply to the national uh, registry of speakers for these state planners was that I had none of the qualifications to, <laughs> <laughs> to successfully, successfully qualify for that kind of speaker designation. However, and I say that kind of jokingly, but I, I had none of the qualifications but the folks that were looking to grade me, if you will, they liked the aspect of me speaking on grief and my um, experience and what I had done. So as a result, they overrode their application requirements and they put me in their bureau and I was pleasantly surprised. Wow. And that's that council is a bunch of lawyers. Yes. <laughs> so you you know, to get through regulation like that from a bunch of lawyers, that's that's pretty cool. Yes. And so uh, I owe all of that to you, you know, kicking <laughs> and screaming. So <laughs> Wait, I'm appreciative of you now. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm appreciative though. Um, and uh, it's, you know, it's, it's um, opened up some doors for me. I can, you know, make it as a platform for some other people too. And so, you know, uh, my father always instilled in me that um, you got to bring other people along with you. So that's really what I believe in because I didn't get to this point uh, by myself. And so I've had a lot of help, present company included. So yeah, right on. Touche. Yes. So John, my friend, I really appreciate you coming and joining me for a few minutes on the podcast. I'm going to give you the floor. And if there's anything else you want to say, good, bad, or indifferent, I can take it because you've given me some poignant <laughs> feedback before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Chris. No, I um, I think it's I think it's great what you're doing, which is which is opening up these kind of conversations with opening up space for these kind of conversations for planners, for families, for for people to to just just be aware of how we deal with grief. Grief is a um, it's it's a tremendous part of life and so to and and the, and there's no there's no obvious course there's no single rule book that you got to follow there's it's just a lot of of not uh, figuring muddling your way through and i think your resources that you're developing are helping people people create a path for themselves that that feels good and feels right and uh, i just i think that's a, a super worthy endeavor and i i love being a part of what you're doing well i appreciate you as always and i was kind of talking about other stuff um all, all along the way i do want to oh, give yeah. you the opportunity to tout your own firm so what's your website Oh, uh, it's, it's Trail Financial Planning. So www.trailfp.com. And we work, we, we primarily work with people in Washington State, Bellingham area. We're like 30 miles south of the border, but we do have clients. Actually, we have clients around the world, international teachers and teachers who have moved to different areas and people from that helping profession, whether it's teachers or nurses or therapists or physicians. And, and we just really focus on relationships and people. My business partner, Liz, she's a career changer from the counseling world. My wife is a counselor and I come from teaching. So we, we, just, we just try to keep that helping, that helping uh, ethos 
real close to our core. And of course, then we do all the important areas of financial planning, whether it's investments or tax planning, cash flows, things like that. But um, we really, uh, we just try to focus on relationships and people and, and your, and people's relationships with money. So I'm going to wrap that up and say that John and his partner, Liz, do an awesome job of helping with the emotional side of money as well as the technical side of money. So John, I appreciate you. And like I said, you've helped me and you've kind of pushed me along. So sometimes I need that. You know, my wife does a lot of pushing and kicking too. And, we all do. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know the proverb, if you want to go, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And that's true. Uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in that one. So I think I, you, I may have helped you, but you've helped me out tremendously as well. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, my man. And if you have any friends, colleagues, or anyone, please feel free to pass this podcast on. Thank you. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you are a client and are looking to work directly with me, Chris, and or my firm, head on over to Life After Grief, FP, that is Life After after grief fp the fp is for financial planning.com if you are an advisor looking to emotionally and financially work with your client in grief or if you are a client looking to get your advisor's head in the game head on over to life after grief consulting.com that is life after grief consulting.com any information referenced in this week's podcast will be located here in the podcast section and as always Please feel free to share this week's podcast with any friend, family member, or colleague. Thanks for listening. See you next week on the next episode.